this lovely segment where we are going to be interviewing some of our community members. And I have, why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Warden of the Sand. Uh, also, my real name is Christopher, but most people just know me by that name on Twitch and YouTube. How you doing? Yeah, check out his voice, guys. It's <laughs> so deep and awesome. <laughs> the first time I met him actually was at SquadCon, and we were what? Was that the Fall Guys thing? We were all playing, yeah. and I was just like, who's amazing? voice is this? <laughs> so great. Um, but yeah, Warden is on my media team, actually, and it's been awesome having him on team and getting to know him a little bit. So he has an awesome story that he's willing to share with you guys. And so, we're gonna, yeah, we're just going to hear a little bit about that. So why don't we first um, get to know you a little bit? So where are you from? Do you have anything you want to share about your family? Like, tell us a bit about yourself. Okay, well, um, I was born in Delaware, Dover, Delaware, and my family's military. So I've been across the eastern seaboard. I've been to South Carolina, Ohio, Texas, and Georgia now is where I currently reside. So I've been moving around a lot, but nice. I, I'm swearing off driving. Anywhere else I go, I'm flying from now on. <laughs> I can't drive anymore. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm not a not a car, long car ride person <laughs> at all. Very cool, very cool. Um, what about family or what are your favorite games to play? Oh boy. <laughs> okay. So, uh, family, I grew up as an only child. I have two half brothers, love them dearly. They're in, well, they're actually they're in the military also. So one's still in Florida and the other one I think went to, I want to say South Carolina. Um, my mother, love her dearly. We've, she's dealing with some health issues and stuff now. My grandparents, uh, were the main ones that basically raised me. And those were my, I guess, my spiritual grounding. I love those people to death. Yeah. Uh, That's awesome. We we discuss any and everything now. Like, now that I've gotten older, it's just, it just it's amazing. But yeah, they raised me for the most part. Um, as far as video games, oh my gosh. So I grew up only child. And I mean, I did go outside and play. I touched grass sometimes. But <laughs> when it came to playing video games, normally I was like, I only have a set allowance. It's probably a familiar story for some people. Uh, and it's like, I can only get one game. So it's got to last. So I ended up gravitating towards RPGs, JRPGs specifically. But before that, I would play adventure games, uh, racing games. I played any and everything. So I have a background as being a variety streamer, which I do on Twitch as well. But for the most part, I kind of gravitate or most of my expert opinion comes from uh, role-playing games. So, nice. you know, taking on the, the role of another individual and then experiencing that journey, you know, for those that don't know what that is. Yeah. JRPG is just Japanese. So there are a lot of Japanese games that are role-playing games that I have played. Nice. Name a couple of them. Oh, my gosh. So the Persona series, I'm a huge fan of. Um, I've had a moment with Naruto. Let's see. Yes. Some of them y'all probably won't know. Suikoden is a huge. I love that game. Uh, one of my favorites is probably the Dot Hack series, both of them. Oh. So they had the original series that was on PS2 and then the new GU series that came out later. I love everything about Dot Hack. Uh, uh, nice. That's awesome. That but, was my first manga, actually. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the books are okay. The books are okay. And the anime is nah. But yeah. I, I enjoy it all just because I'm just like the lore. I love it. Uh, obviously, Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts, all the mainstream stuff. I definitely have had my foot in that. And then if you want to like go off the grid, 
let's see, Star Ocean, uh, like the, there are so many games I've played <laughs> that it's are. just, it's, I, I've played something called Shadow Madness. Maybe people may not know about that. I, I, I could actually do a whole, I might do a video about like the niche <laughs> games I've played just all over the place. Yeah, that'd be uh, great. There's, there's so many. I couldn't name them all. I got the mainstream ones, but I can't like, Yeah. I've explored so many different ones. It's just, That's if awesome. you mention it, I probably know something about it. I, <laughs> let me let me give Legend of Dragoon and Chrono Cross their moment because those were some pretty important games growing up that I played too. So That's so cool. You obviously have this awesome character here. Maybe tell us a little <laughs> bit about ah! your stream and your character and like, what is this? <laughs> what are we looking at? Okay, so... My character, he is, think of Doctor Who, if anything. That's not, it wasn't where it originated from, but the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah. So I, even before I was streaming, used to go and visit. I always watch YouTube videos. I'm always watching people's streams, you know, or whatever content they create. And so uh, my, the place where I reside is is the, called the Domain of Sand. And because um, I was led here by God to use this place and I actually can teleport for lack of a better word i can travel to different domains and people's content and their where they have that content is the domain so i call them nice. so people come visit me in my domain i i am a servant of god to them however i need to be and then i go to other domains and visit and so that's like the whole idea um that's cool my character is pretty much blind and that is represented representative of some of my own struggles uh so hmm. how do you say this politically? I don't know. I, <laughs> I am, I, I, the lusts, the, the, the lust of the eyes is something that I have struggled with. Mm. And it's like in my story, which I'm still trying to get worked out, uh, God blinds me similar to Paul, similar to Paul, but it, it's not, I'm not healed in a sense. He says, you know, if these are things that are going to distract you, I need you to learn to trust me. So he blinds me and I go out into the desert I find this place only through the grace of God. It's funny that it was a desert because I wasn't thinking about all of the different implications of deserts in the Bible. Uh, yeah. It was just the story I came up with. Oh, and I was like, funny. oh, wow, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I didn't have anywhere to go. I pretty much ran out of food. Uh, and it was just, I'm at this point where I was like, okay, God, I have nothing else. I have to trust you. I can't see. I don't know what's going on. He leads me to that space and I use it as a means to entertain souls that come with to me or I go out and visit places and, you know, I present the gospel. I present I, it, whatever it is, you know, whatever capacity, like I'm still st building some of it. I'm still building some of it. But the core concept is that um, I am not acting on my will alone. Everything that I do, I trust in God to do. And so that is that is my domain and others that I visit. That's so God cool. Squad Church is a domain. I, yeah. I hang out there all the time. Like, you know, <laughs> it just is what it is. So yeah. that's amazing. What a cool idea. All right. So we're all about giving our stories over to God Ooh, and giving yes. him all the glory and all the credit for what he does in our lives. So that's right. when and how did you find God or how did he find you? So I grew up in a Christian home, which is always the, the foundation. It's the staple. But I actually gave my life to Christ in 2000 and I want to say two. Okay. Um, and even now, looking back on it now, I think it was just going through the motions as a kid. You know, everybody says that they believe and they and they give the answers people want to hear. 
So that was the, I believe, the landmark for the sanctification process, if you will, or the, the changes where it was like, okay, now you're going to start doing things and thinking more about how this would gratify or affect God. And I went on for the longest time. It's hilarious because even when I spoke to Daylight meeting God Squad Church, you know, it became this realization that for the longest time I had just been kind of coasting. You know, I was a Christian. Yeah. And when you ask people, yeah, I believe in God, this, that, and the third, all of the, the regular stuff. But it was like, does your life reflect that? And I got a phone call from a person I went to school with. And this was not not long before I met like everybody in God Squad. Uh, and she was like, it's interesting that you say you're a Christian. I don't remember you. I, it, I didn't get that energy from you at all. And that was like a passive but huge eye opener for me. I was like, wow. Hmm. This whole time, I have, I really have just been kind of cruising. My the fruits have not shown that I am a child of God at all. And even then, you know, I was still struggling with whatever my, my own particular issues were in faith in general. But it's just like, wow. Um, so I guess I've had three stages where God has been like, hey, I want a deeper relationship with you now. Growing up as a kid, it was like get the foundation you know, get the repetition. So it's like, you're bored, but you're like, oh yeah, we've heard this a thousand times. We know God loves us, blah, blah, blah. It's like, whatever. And then it's like, uh -huh. the second phase was, okay, you know what baptism is. You understand what communion is. You know that these are things that you need to do. Why, you know, what are you doing this for? And it was like, okay, well, I know who Jesus is. And then it's like, you know, learning to rely on him more. But then it was like that next shift. And it's so funny that the, the newest shift is like right before I met you all was, okay, not only have I let you be who you want to be in the world, now I need you to fall in line with your calling. I need you to walk more purposefully. And I was like, okay, let's do it. You know, I was like, well, what do I need to change? You know, where are we at? He was like, I need you to get back in service. I sang in the choir all throughout my life, and then I kind of just separated. So I wasn't really doing anything anymore. Hmm. Part of that came from something I'm still struggling with now, which is uh, discipline or I lost the word as soon as I said it. Uh, <laughs> commitment. I, I I I don't like saying it because I'm like I yeah. don't like to admit <laughs> I don't that like I'm like that word. <laughs> I have commitment issues, and it's like I actually do. And it's like mm. I don't know if there are tears or not, or if it's just if you have it, then you period have it. But I was like, wow, I I don't like committing to stuff once people expect me to do it. I just want to do it because I enjoy the. I guess the, what would you say, the serotonin or the dopamine you get from people being yeah, excited yeah. that you did the thing. Or you so like when the they, freedom and not having yeah, deadlines. You know, <laughs> basically, yeah. So when it became, we're expecting that, I didn't get that same feeling and then I ran from it. And I think that was important to understand now because it's like God's telling you there are going to be things you need to do. And as far as having boundaries or guidelines, you're going to need to understand that you're not always going to be happy. There are things that you're going to have to do that are uncomfortable, but you have to trust in me and trust that the things that you do will reach people, plant seeds, water some, you know, it will have an effect that you may or may not see or get the closure from. So that I think that has been a big thing is just I need you to step up and believe in what you've heard, what you've read and now what you believe in your heart. You know, it, it needs to it needs to grow. It needs to germinate. You can't just be sitting yeah. here chilling anymore you've got to actually actively work and i'm i'm sweating now thinking about, i'm like oh my goodness this is crazy but it's like you know uh i think yeah. about people in the bible like moses he had a speech impediment he was nervous but god was like i need you to do this because i've called you and he's like 
but and he's like nope do it and i'm like okay cool so you know just taking at face value the things that i experience now and i notice now as opposed to you know i'd sweat when i was a kid in the choir and i was like whatever i just sweat a lot it's a a family thing it's like no you're nervous why are you nervous i don't know but i'm doing this and you know yeah tangent but still yeah (laughs) it's just me exploring myself my spirituality and then end that lining up with you know the flesh and everything so yeah it's cool i'm 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 happy about where i am not always easy but i'm glad that i can speak on it intelligently now as opposed to just a thing being there and I'm just kind of <laughs> floating along in the background. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, um, it's easy to recognize like there's something there, you feel something, but just continue to do life the way you're used yeah. to doing it. It's just whatever. Forget yeah. about mm-hmm. it. Hope things work itself out, but to actually like stop and try to figure out like, no, what is this? What's going on? And how do I, how do I address this? And even a harder question is like, what does God want me to do about this? Exactly. Um, yeah. It takes some courage to be willing to go deep down in those depths of our souls. So I'm proud of you for doing that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and I also think it's encouraging, like, like sometimes you hear people's stories and it's just this like instant change. They're on fire. They're doing all these things. I was going to mention that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And- I was one of those people. I was like, I didn't have a Damascus Road experience. Like, mm. am I really truly converted? I want to be. Like, I feel like I should be, but I don't. I don't have that big of a story. And obviously, I've talked to my grandmother on several occasions with my grandfather. And you know, they're like some people don't, but you know, uh, most of the time, it's I was doing this until God, and whenever God came in, whether it was big or small, that change was enough for me to observe myself differently. Or you know, you you kind of piece it together. Yeah. So when I was a child somebody else was holding me up, you know? And then as I got into young adulthood, it was like, uh, you're free. You're kind of wild in a sense. And then at adulthood, like, you know, maturing, and this is spiritually too, it was, okay, you're praying. You're, you're not relying so much on intercessory prayer anymore. You are the one holding up or, or supporting by trusting in God. I guess that might be a a weird example, but like, I've, I've always considered that while I was coasting, you know, folks that were praying for me is where my blessings came from. You know, it wasn't something that I was I was assisting in, you know, prayer warriors, intercessory prayer family. They were, you know, praying for me. So God was like, you know, I'm holding you because of that. And now it's like, OK, they're doing that. But I need you to also contribute. You know, I need you to do the same. I don't know. It's it's weird, but it still might be, you know, a process. Yeah, no. And it's so cool to know, like. If you are praying for someone, like it, it doesn't go unhurt. It God does yeah. take that, and He's like, your faith for them can help them. Um, and it's not the only time I've heard that where that people have felt like other people's prayers is what has sustained them. So that's really yeah. Cool that you feel that? Oh way. yeah. <laughs> well, our next question is, how did you find God's Quad Church? Ah, I have I have decided that anything I can't remember as far as my friends means that it's a good relationship. All <laughs> I know is that once I started doing Twitch and and was I identified as a Christian streamer, I started looking for that group of people that I could connect with, so that you know I had like a just another family online. And uh, I know that at first I was fascinated that there were Christian streamers, and then it was like, wait a minute. 
there are a lot of Christian streamers. It's like once you started looking for it, God was like, okay, well, here you go. Now you're looking. I ate this set, everything. <laughs> so I met God Squad Church in that mix. And the crazy thing is I don't remember the details anymore. I just know I saw it and I was like, it's a church online. I was like, that's different. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And I was like, well, let me see what they're talking about. Because like I've always been a person who was interested in like church hopping um, just in the sense of like going to a church experiencing how they do things and seeing how it lines up with God, whether, and you know, whether that's good or bad, like I'm not going to convict them or anything, but just mm. that was always interesting to me. And I think it might've actually stemmed from my home church where I grew up with this. Uh, there was an understanding that you bring God your best. Now I, I still struggle sometimes with this, but I used to hate wearing like suits and ties and stuff oh, because yeah. I grew up in the nineties. So I wanted like clothes that were baggy and that we could breathe yeah. so yeah. <laughs> anything i wore it i didn't know about like athletic cut suits and stuff i didn't know about stuff that you could wear that would be you know kind of open for you right. so i was always wearing stuff that was like fitted or close fitting and or too short and it was hot and i was like i hate this <laughs> i do not <laughs> like that i was like can i just come with like a sweater vest and a long sleeve shirt and a top like i don't want to wear a suit so they just come as I am. I, yeah, as I'm saying, uh, and they say that in the Bible. So I was like, yeah. you know, as a kid thinking, why can't I? Family being strict. I was like, okay, whatever. So that, I think that stemmed from that idea of going into a church. I, now, I never did it, but mentally I was like, well, what if I came in kind of like raggedy, clothes looking crazy, just to see how they accept you, like how they, mm -hmm. they, they bring you. And I was like, I haven't actually done it. Maybe God was like, you don't really need to do that. That's not your <laughs> calling. Let's step away from that. But I've always wanted to because it's like. This is a fight not worth having. <laughs> I think what it was is God didn't would not get glory from that, even within my spiritual life. Because I'd go in and if there was some place where they were like, oh, you, you can't be here because of how you're dressed or you stink or whatever it was, I would then look at them or judge them as like, well, you know, you're, you're representing God, but you're not accepting everybody. You're not meeting them where they are. Right. I saw that in my own church, you know, there were some of the elders are so a common theme is like, I've made it through life. I'm just trying to get to heaven. Now they, they're not worried about learning anything or taking advice from people that they, that were beneath them. So to speak, they look at children, like, you know, what can you give me that I don't already know or haven't already experienced like you're a child mm. that used to frustrate me and I think it made me a rebel in that sense of like I wanted to push people into those situations and then have someone or something that got like the Holy Spirit convict them it's like look you're doing <laughs> it wrong I, don't, I just didn't know how to do it so yeah I don't believe that was the method he wanted me to go about doing that so I never did it but nice I've always had that like fighting passion in me. I'm like, no, yeah. you're doing it wrong. Yeah. As long as you're alive, you've got stuff to do for God. Don't don't just dismiss it, you know. But yeah, totally. He's still working on me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I think that rebellious fight is in all of us, which can make the world difficult, you know. And that's why we yeah. call this to love each other. And discussions are always good, even if you're on different fences. To just be like, well, exactly. why do you under Why do you think the way you think? And then mm -hmm. challenges are good too, but straight up like trying to push people's buttons that doesn't really yeah go well. that, I, I think i was like all right well you're just gonna move you over because that's not the way i want you to go <laughs> but no i love that because even if you agree to disagree with whoever you're conversating with it builds those 
blocks. So that if you meet someone else in life that may have that same mentality, you're coming in with a little bit more information. You're like, okay, I instead of just rejecting, like, I don't get what you're talking about. It's like, okay, I've heard this before. Now I may have studied it or I may have, you know, like I've meditated on it. So now I can, the Holy Spirit can help me to speak to you in a way that will speak to that mindset. And if it's wrong or if it's incorrect, we can adjust it and discuss it. Or if it, you know, it just lines up, maybe it's, you can reach them easier because you can speak to the, the knowledge you've already gotten. I love stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it, if you look at those discussions as like, this is a learning process. I am yeah. just learning <laughs> about the other view or whatever it is, you know, it's fine. It's good to gain that knowledge. So yeah, I like it. A lot of old folks don't like to do that. <laughs> True. <laughs> at They're least in my that. experience. Yeah. In my experience, <laughs> they, they don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, good. I'm glad you found God Squad Church. And I'm oh, yeah, so I love this place. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so what has God done through God Squad Church that has impacted your life? This was a huge, oh, my gosh, like, I'll just I'll just say it straight up front. It, it first of all, it reinforced or it encouraged, exhorted me to know that there are still people out here, even in a realm like the Internet that are doing things for God and they're, they're diligent, you know, diligence is something that I struggle with every day, but like they are motivated. They're, they're ordained, they're blessed. They're, they're covered to be able to sit in a fire because <laughs> yeah. between cancel culture, personalities, you know, just, just all of the crazy stuff that can and will go on online. They're still able to have a foundation and trust in that foundation and move forward and still enjoy it. You know, it's not like fire brimstone or yeah, we're on a mission suffering. and we got to be serious faced. Yeah. It's like, no, we're having fun and we're using our experiences and our lives and, and, and our connection with you to reach you so that you can see the glory of God. I love that. And I'm like, it, it reinforced on my, on my own. Like, okay, when I start streaming or, you know, I've been streaming before I knew God squad, but it's like, okay, now that I'm making the steps to be represented as a Christian streamer, like I'm not alone, you know, this is, that's what this is about. You're, you're becoming a part of that whole body that Christ wants to use to reach people. And it's like, it was just, it was a blessing. I can't even like, it was amazing. That's awesome. That's so good to know. And it's so cool because <clears throat> you know, that saying the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Yes. You definitely feel it online. You just feel like when you're a Christian <laughs> online, you're like, Oh, this is even though there is definitely a community, like you said, there's more than you would think. Um, it can still yeah. feel like you're definitely outnumbered. And so there is strength in coming together at a place like God Squad Church and inspiring each other to then go out and be strong and then coming yes. back to be inspired to go out and be strong. Mm -hmm. And you know, Jesus himself, he he would go out and then he would withdraw to be with God and then he would yes. go out and withdraw. And so I, I think that's awesome that you've got the inspiration to um, not only be so bold with your faith in the online world, but then also to still, like you said, have joy and a smile on your face and enjoy yes. it. So that's so cool. I love it. <laughs> um, okay, so I kind of already mentioned this, but how are you currently plugged into God Squad Church? Well, you did mention that I am now part of the media team. Yeah. And that is a training moment for me because it's it's that going back to that that old 
itself of like consistency and and wanting to run away when it's expected you know so i'm and i told lux this too i was like i want to join because i want to figure out how to get past this you know i <laughs> i need to be back in connection i need to be serving people and i need to do it in a capacity that's not just something that is happy for me or or congratulatory for me like you're doing it because it brings honor to god and it brings people closer to god yes even if it's like i gotta edit 400 videos by the end of the week and it's like oh, i gotta get it done you know it's like whatever i'll so, never do yeah. that to you <laughs> <laughs> no, no no but i mean that kind of mountain you know yeah. it's like okay well you know who god is and he'll make it all right yeah so you know it's it's yeah i i love that Definitely. and i am I'm just going to say it. I wasn't going to say it. I I never practiced or went to school to be a singer, but I can hold a note to some degree. Uh... And I didn't do it this year, but I will. Ugh, I will become more. <laughs> yes. I, 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 my presence will choir. be known as far as singing is concerned. Yes. <laughs> Don't expect anything on my stream. I'm still, I'm, God is still building me up, but I'm just saying like. Yeah. I will do things now. Get I will use confidence. my voice. That's I awesome. don't want to lose it, but he gave it to me as a gift. And I think that is confirmation that I didn't do anything to deserve this. This is just something God mm. gave me. And it's, it has touched people in the past. And it's like, now you're not using it. So it's like, I'm the guy with the talent who buried it. And he's like, I'm not using it anymore because I know. You. And so, yeah. Yeah, That's see, how you I do know connection. your scripture. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yo, yeah. we would love to have you on the Christmas choir next time. That would be great. And I'm sure you guys, if you haven't pieced it together, Warden is the one doing the scripture readings that you are hearing throughout Waymaker because <laughs> his voice is just so great. So I would love to hear to hear some <laughs> singing come out of this man, you know? What would you say to someone who's on the fence about getting plugged into this community? I've been meditating on this question for a minute. Mm -hmm. um, I would not be a person that would be like, just jump in, figure it out. No. Uh, at the end of the day, if you are looking at this, whether you're a believer or not, I believe that the Holy Spirit has convicted you to find a place where you can find comfort and reassurance spiritually. So do not, don't ignore or I can't think of the other word I want to use. Don't uh, don't take for granted. There we go. Don't take for granted the connection, whatever it may be that God is trying to reach out to you with. I would say if you can pray about it um, and just continue to lean on on God as far as revealing to you where you need to be. I'm not going to say, oh, you need to be here. You need to be there. I don't know what God's doing in your life and I don't know his timing. So if you're still on the fence, I would say don't. Lord help me. <laughs> I don't want to say anything crazy, but just uh it's fine. Stay prayed up and embrace that that time, that season. There that season is a season that you are in that you need to be in. Stay there and and but it, but continue to reach for God. Continue to look for answers from God while you're there. Mm. He may not you may find a spot and it's like that's not where I want you to go, you know. And that takes discernment, that takes trust in God. And he's going to direct you where you need to be. So just stick with it, I guess. Stay diligent. The thing I'm working on, stay diligent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. I like it. Um, 
All right. And then our last question here is, what is something that God is currently doing in your life slash speaking to you that you would like to share with the community? Everything. All the stuff. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, so hours. look, I'm just going to tell you now. Um, oh, my gosh. It's I don't know if anybody's ever seen Yu-Gi-Oh, but there's a. Uh, there's a an episode in the TV show where Yugi and Yami, who is the entity that's inside of him or, or taking up residence at the time, they're going in, they're exploring their mind. And it's like, there's this huge labyrinth with like doors everywhere. They're upside down. They're there. It's just crazy. And there's this one room, small room, and it looks like a child's room. And that's like Yugi's mind. And it's like, there is the child and then there is like the infinite span of everything else he's dealing with. That's that's Yami's mind. So I often equate that with like how I'm dealing with life right now. So I am going back and uh, meditating on like past experiences as far as how they relate to how I'm growing now spiritually. I look at uh, current day issues like I I actually had enough money to pay rent this month. I I kind of yeah. didn't last month, and it's like that relying in God. It's like I got you. Um, you might have made some choices that put you in this position, but I will always be there to help you, either carry you, pick you up, or guide you through it. You know, no matter what. So everything in my life right now has been trusting in God. I have a small story that I didn't mention, and I don't say it too often. Uh, because I still felt like it was more of like gratification to myself. But in my teen years, um, I will just say up front, I held video games higher than God. Like I said, I was coasting, so it wasn't an important part of my life. It was just something that was there. It was like an accessory. Mm -hmm. uh, at a point in my life, my family, especially like my aunt stuff, would it felt like they were poking at me, but I think they were just trying to help me understand that I was addicted to video games. I was doing it more. It was it was interrupting my daily life, essentially. Mm. Grades would falter um, and just responsibilities would kind of fall to the wayside because I'd be stuck in my room or whatever, or I, wherever I was. Even if I went outside to play, I went to other friends' house to play more video games. So like, <laughs> it didn't stop. It was just whatever. <laughs> so after I went to college the first time and I was just kind of floating with that too, I wasn't ready. Um, I wasn't responsible enough. And I ended up dropping out after the first, second semester, somewhere in there. Uh, and unfortunately, I decided to go to a private college, which was expensive. Mm. So yes. that's that's all fluff. That 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 is part of the story for another day, if you're ever interested. But <laughs> okay. bottom line is, when I ended up dropping out, and then I kind of fell back into the thing that brought me comfort. I was working for my family. They worked at personal care homes. So I was in the healthcare field, but I was stuck on the video games because I was like, I didn't finish school. You know, the only thing that brings me happiness right now is my video games. Let me play that. So after being told consistently, you know, you're an addict, you need to take a break, this, then the third, I got fed up and I actually took all of my games one day, went out into the woods and I burned everything. I said, God, oh, if wow. this is something that's really causing me a problem, I'm ready to step away from it completely. I need help and I'm just going to remove it. Now, I think at the time it was not so that God could get glory and I could build a better or stronger connection. It was just get this away from me if it's not going to help or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so that happened. I didn't really tell anybody except my grandmother until later. But then what I noticed is the craving came back. 
So I was still, even though I didn't have the console, then it was like, okay, where's the computer I can get to to play some video games? And then I bought a laptop. Then I started buying consoles again, and it just came back. And I was like, okay, now that it's back, what does that mean? You know, I'm like, I did go searching for these again. It, it didn't change anything. Um, and I think the point of that particular experience in my life was, one, to realize that you still can't, you cannot overcome things of, of the world on your own because I didn't pray during that time. I was just angry and, and empty. Mm. You know, I wasn't seeking God at the time. It was just, they're gone. Something should be different. Nothing was different. The flesh was still there nagging. You know, nothing, nothing had changed except the fact that I was hurt. And anytime I said that to people, they're like, oh, you're crazy. I would never do that. And now I'm looking back on it. Some of the games that I had are worth so much money now. I'm sick thinking about it because I'm like, dang, I had a collection. It was legendary. I was there, you know, but yeah. it was it was my idol. So it wasn't good, you know, and it didn't go away. Actually, if I tell you truthfully now, I still uh, examine myself and I'm like, OK, how much time have I given to God? How much time have I given to the games? When I get off work, what's the first thing I'm looking for is the video games. It's like, am I streaming today? Am I just going to play for fun? Is there a new game coming out? So I still struggle. And it's it's embarrassing to admit because it's like, well, you know better now. You should be doing better. I still struggle with the idea of holding games above God. And that was a huge factor for me coming into being a Christian streamer. I was like, I already know that this is a weakness of mine. Is it wise to make this a lifestyle when I know there is the possibility and opportunity and I have the propensity to hold this above God mm. with my connection with God. You know, is it is me using the excuse of, oh, I'm a streamer, I'm a content creator, going to be a crutch that keeps me from putting God above the games? I, I still don't have that answer now. But like I said, walking purposefully I believe the Holy Spirit reveals to me, hey, time for you to read. It's time for you to do something that's different. You know, you've been playing the games. I am a streamer. I've noticed some people when they do like their little appreciations for folks, it's like, oh, 500, 1,000, blah, blah, blah. We're going to have a 12-hour stream. I'm like, I'd do that anyway. <laughs> so what What am I going to do? And some people are like, I've been on here a minute. A yeah. day long. <laughs> it's like, right? It's like, a, we're going to go for two days, no sleep. No, I can't. I would never be able to do that. But it's like. <laughs> You know, what, what would you, you know, well, I do that anyway. What am I going to, how yeah. am I going to, so yeah, you know, and it, it, I only say that it was an observation. This is how much time you put in the games. You know, your weakness, they say, honor God with your time, talent, and treasures. Did I say it right? It's time, talent, treasures, right? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay, cool. Treasures sounded weird for me. <laughs> um, so the financial aspect, I learned it and it's never been something I slipped up in. Praise the Lord. Um, Time and talents were the different ones. Yeah, time, talent, treasure, yeah, treasure, money. Okay, yeah. Um, so talent-wise, you know, singing in the choir, it was autopilot, I guess. You go to church, I sing, I practice, you're expected. Then when I stepped away, it was like, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. When it came to time, it was, there's 24 hours in a day. What are you spending that time doing? Most of it was not something that, you know, would give God glory. There was no devotion, no, no reflection, no studying, nothing, you know, it was just whatever. So now I'm looking at that stuff and that's where I am in life right now. You know, uh, these were the struggles that I've had growing up for whatever reason. And now I am 
reevaluating and stepping differently and in a way that God can find glory. And so even on stream, you know, it's like, well, got to get started. I'll, I'll give you a real example. Some days, I, like I do daily devotion when I start. I do that first and then I pray at the end. So <laughs> sometimes I'm getting ready to stream. And I'm like, man, I don't want to do daily devotion today. Yeah. It's like, but <laughs> I'm honest. you need to because that's like one of the few things you do and you have gotten confirmation that people enjoy. It's like, okay, cool. Where we're realigned. All right, let me get my daily devotion. Let me get it done. Praise the Lord. And then when I pray, I, I don't pray at the beginning of the stream, which I probably need to do. I pray at the end. Mm. Funny thing about praying at the end is I stream at a time segment when most people are getting ready to go to sleep or haven't woke up yet. So mm -hmm. when my stream is over, I'm praying and it's like, I'm really just praying to myself. Like it's not, okay. you know, so I don't know if that's an issue or I'm, I'm being diligent, so I'm trying to be obedient. But it's yeah. funny that it's like, oh, you pray when nobody's here. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But that's that's a big fear of mine is uh, just in being transparent, making myself known to the world now and people see you. And so everybody doesn't have your best interest at heart. So knowing that the words that you use online can be twisted against you has been a fear of mine. Mm -hmm. I know how strong my or how impactful my voice and my words can be and my actions so i'm really nervous about i kind of tiptoe you know i try not to but i tiptoe around some things when it comes to speaking or convicting when it comes to god and the holy spirit and, and the works of jesus yeah so i'm just trying to make sure that i don't yeah i don't slip up you know i mean i may but that i can i can recover you know cancel culture strong yes, <laughs> so, yes. yeah yeah well, just, it's just a real thing yeah and it's um i mean any addiction that isn't god is yeah like you said it's an idol that we should not have in yeah um it's very good to recognize that you um can be addicted and to take steps in making sure that you don't get that and asking God what he wants to do with it. Like all of that is so good. And I really appreciate that you are willing to entrust us with this knowledge about yourself. Yeah. And, um, that's one of the beauties about church or Bible studies is that we can hold each other accountable, right? We can make sure yeah. like, Hey, are you playing games too much? You mm -hmm. want to, you want to make sure you want to, try to figure out how to like maybe do something else like yeah i'm not perfect it's, yeah. it's still here <laughs> yeah um i think we all need that um because i that is one of the reasons why i don't game very much because i don't have a very good strong willpower to get myself to stop so i just like yeah. don't even go there <laughs> okay because yeah it can it can definitely be addicting and i know one of the things we do at this church is it's like, Hey gamers, welcome. We're also going to try to encourage you to maybe not game so much, which <laughs> nobody wants to hear that. Right. Um, yeah. but it's, it's true. Like God wants, um, our time. So, and you know, I think it's great that you're still streaming and that you're testing the waters and you're just trying things. Cause I think that's all we can do. Right. Is just pray about it, try things and constantly give it to God and be like, is this what you want? What should I yeah. change? Um, so yeah, thanks for being so honest about that. Of course. And yeah, that is a process that you haven't even I'm found sorry. the answer yet, but that's okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. No? <laughs> I was saying like, it's embarrassing. It's just like, well, you're a follower, you're a man of God. Why, why are you making these mistakes? It's like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> because I'm, we're not perfect. That's I was saying, why. yeah, I'm still here. Yeah. 
Well, I really appreciate everything that you told us. And I love, I can tell that you love God because you use his name in so much of what you've been talking about. And I can tell that you're focused on him. And I think it's very inspiring. So thank you so much for being willing to share your story with us. Of course. (laughs) And And to anybody else. Yeah. Like I was saying, you know, it's discouraging. And and even now there have been times where I know I'm like, okay, I know God has, will never leave us. He'll never forsake us. But in that moment in my flesh, I'm like, God, where are you? Like this, this, just this moment is unfortunate. Even, even though it's a season, this season sucks. Like (laughs) this is not cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think that's why, again, we are encouraged to love each other and help each other through because we need each other. You know, we can't, we're not meant to do this alone. (laughs) We're supposed to do it with God and each other. So with that, we're going to head back into our Waymaker week. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for being here, learning a little bit about Warden. He, of course, is in our community, so you can talk to him whatever Absolutely. you want. Absolutely. Yeah, ahead I'm and always go to open. His streams, too. Where can we find <laughs> yeah. your streams? Oh, man. So it is just simply, it's not simple at all. Warden <laughs> underscore of the underscore sand is my space right now. Nice. Um, and that's where I hang out. Uh, if you see me in other streams, I mean, hey, don't. Don't be afraid to ask. I, I love getting rid of the confusion associated with the Bible, the gospel, and the heavenly principles. So I don't know everything, but you will definitely see me nerd out when it comes to stuff like that. So I don't mind talking to people if you've got ideas and concepts. And then, I mean, I have all the answers, so I might have to pull some other wise counsel in. And I just, I love stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. So, yeah. That's awesome. Well, how about this? Go ahead and put exclamation point warden in the chat and you will see, you will get a link hey. that goes over to his <laughs> channel. Be sure to follow him, hang out with him. He's great. Um, and yeah, with that, we're going to go back to our Waymaker stuff. And we thank you so much for being here. Um, it is because of you guys and your generous gifts that make this church happen and then this church can make it so that these kinds of things happen where people can come together and they can get these stories and god can work in their lives through the church which is just so cool so i hope you guys are inspired by seeing um, these people and what they have to say about what's going on in their lives and how god squad church is there for them so thank you so much and without My further pleasure. ado absolutely yeah let the shenanigans commence back to the foolish <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> okay bye guys See you later.